Welcome to Holly's Hot Wife Life, a fabulously fun place to chat about all things lifestyle. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. If you are not mature enough to be in this audience, please pass this link along to a friend, coworker, or neighbor who is. That ought to be interesting. And on that note, this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Although I can appear to be the consummate professional, I am by no means a doctor, and heaven help you if you take my musings as such. Now that those pleasantries are out of the way, let's play. Well, hello there, friends. Happy New Year. I hope everyone is well. I can't imagine I'm the only female that thinks the holidays are fucking exhausting. I need a recovery from that. The funny thing is, normally, the holidays are, yeah, exhausting. They're wonderful, wonderful exhausting. But normally we have dinners and events and whatnot to intersperse lifestyle with. But this year was a little different, so yeah, just plain exhausting. And I'm ready for like some new fun, all the goodness. So happy new year to you all, and I hope it is off to a wonderful start. We can think about all the wonderful positive things that are on our horizon. So yeah, let's let's be looking to the goodness, and I, I hope you're all doing well, and... With that random introduction, I was trying on some clothes I ordered because everything gets ordered online right now. And it was a little bit of a debacle, kind of like clothes aren't right. I think most of us, well, let me say, I'll speak for myself. Jeans are a perfect example. I could have the exact same pair, same brand, same size, and they'll all fit differently. So kind of the same with clothes. I uh, had ordered a bunch of clothes. I tried some on. Yeah, some things just don't fit quite right. And I say that in a funny, if you're a Patreon, you'll have seen my uh, dress I tried on and the buttons don't button. (laughs) Oh, well. So with that, I was trying on and I'm like, "Ah, I think I'm going to do something different this evening, like record something. So we'll see in my normal form where I managed to wander off to in recording this evening. So, yeah. Uh, as always, I love to start out with, you know, kind of the, uh, very, very important housekeeping, right? We can't have a mess and we want to have all the good base goodness. There's lots of goodness in my day. (laughs) Yeah. All the goodness. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to those of you that reach out to me. However, that may be. Thank you to those of you that are just thinking happy thoughts. Thank you to those of you who don't have happy thoughts and just keep scrolling on to something else. That's good too. I appreciate that. I like all the good vibes. I really appreciate those people that support my insanity in a financial manner. Uh, Patreons, I I adore you. And (laughs) yeah, thank you to Marco. Good gravy. That's a funny one. He's going to have to respond. Marco, Marcos, how do you pronounce that? Yeah, thank you to all of my Patreons. Regardless, any of you, if you ever feel inclined, please, 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 please. Maybe I need to drink more when I'm doing this because I am not drinking and I wonder if I would 
be able to form my words better if there was alcohol. I don't know. So anyway, if, if you ever feel inclined, please don't hesitate to reach out. There is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the website, Holly's Hot Wife Life dot com there is always email you know somewhat old school holly's hot wife life at yahoo.com i truly love to hear from you which is maybe a little bit of the prompting for this evening's podcast i tend to do kind of a refresher of how we got into the lifestyle at the beginning of the season because wow this is like the third season or the third year that I've been doing this which is funny because I think I've only been doing the lifestyle for four years so yeah that instigator enabler my husband he popped that in quick didn't he (laughs) but anyway normally I will start that you know July beginning of the season with kind of a recap or a refresh but I thought I would do something similar it's the new year And because I've gotten some interesting comments in a variety of places, whether they're by email or whatever. And so I thought, well, shit, I don't listen to my podcast generally. That's why I haven't gotten around to doing notes. I'm going to get there someday, maybe. I have grand intentions. So I don't expect anybody else to go back and listen either. And that makes me think it's worth uh, responding to a few things that maybe aren't known by the majority. Who knows? So yeah, I thought I would do that. Well, I'm following on those kind of housekeeping things and saying thank you to all you wonderful people and to please not hesitate to reach out and say hi or ask questions or any of that goodness. If you're in that happy, positive mood that I am generally in, please don't hesitate to drop by one of those platforms and shoot over a review. I love to see the good stuff and yeah, I'm always happy to see that too. So I think one of the first things I love to do when I start to see kind of an influx of some messages is to say, I am the podcaster. I am the the curvy brunette, right? So I am not that tall, willowy blonde that produces amazing content and flits around and is available. I'm a little more distanced. I apologize, but sorry, not sorry. I I value my privacy, which is weird because I'm a podcaster. Yeah, I I do not publish content at this time. I don't know if I ever will. I'm self-critical. So number one, I also don't watch my videos as a general rule. But when I speak of my videos, they are personal private use. If what I used to joke to people when I would say, Hey, I record my encounters, my play dates. If my husband isn't there, which we can come back to too, but I, I record those and they are for personal private use. And if they ever show up somewhere in the public eye, someone is likely to lose an appendage because (laughs) they are kept so closely. It's unlikely that that would happen, but this is the era that we're in. And I, yeah, Please don't take that as a as a challenge. I, I would probably be really sad and it would cause me to pull everything down as much as I could. So yeah, don't delve. I know way back in the beginning, I had someone reach out to me and noticed, you know, they noticed someone that I was following and that that person's wife looked like what I thought, what they thought I would look like. And so they 
proceeded to say, well, is this you? And how do we, and I was like, ah, um, that person's privacy is also as important. So, you know, I know I'm the first one to go Facebook stalking people, but try to remember that we're all humans, including myself, even though I'm crazy enough to do a podcast. So, wow. Where did I start that thought? I am not the beautiful, tall, lean, blonde. I am a boring old sports mom podcaster. Here I am. Hi. Oh, that has sex with people other than my husband. Yeah, that's who I am. (laughs) I think what's kind of related to that. Oh, and with that said, because I also have people reach out. If you're listening, I don't have a connection to her. So if you send me messages trying to get connected with her, I can't help you. I'm sorry. But if you want to chat with me, I'm down for that. And, uh, you know, if you have questions that I can answer, I'm happy to respond. That's that. In related news, I've had a few messages. I was going to pop over to said messages. So I, I saw one note that said, how did I get into the adult industry and how long do I plan to be there? Well, I, I don't know if that's directed at someone other than me, beautiful blonde, or me. I had never really thought about being in the adult industry. I I kind of think it's flattering, I guess, like, woo, consider me like, I think I look up to the people that are, here's a perfect example. I was chatting with Titty McBoobs and there was some, something came up in a show we were watching or something. And they were saying slutty, like the not slutty, like someone who does anal or something. I don't know what. And I was like, dude, I think women that can do anal like with any regularity or this is two part, right? So Number one, if you can go airtight, so what, that's a cock in the mouth, cock in the pussy, cock in the ass. That's pretty fucking impressive as far as I'm concerned. I don't look at that as slutty. Maybe when I was a kid, I thought that was slutty. Nowadays, I'm like, wow, impressive. I, I, that's like lifestyle goals for me. So similarly, when someone says, Are, how long have you been in the adult industry? I'm like, wow, I wouldn't have put myself in that category. Those are people that are good at what they do. And I guess that means maybe I'm good. Or maybe you're, you've got me confused. Regardless, I'm going to think it in the positive, take it in the positive, think it, take it in the hmm, interesting. Anyway, um, if by adult industry, you mean the lifestyle, I have been in the lifestyle for four years. And I don't know, I'll stay in it as long as it's fun. Kind of like in relation, I've been podcasting for three years and there are moments where I'll see a dip in listeners or whatever. And I'll be like, uh-huh, maybe it's not as much fun as it used to be. Or maybe people aren't interested in listening and, and maybe this is when I'll take a break. I noticed that the podcasters who were somewhat integral in us getting started in the lifestyle. And that was the hot wife life. They still referenced an email. I'm going to ruin their email address. I'm sorry. Not that I'm handing it out, but now everyone's going to email them. But I sent them an email and said, Hey, just thinking of you because hopefully that's the ebb and flow for them. And that's why they're not podcasting is it was, you know, the calm point in the storm or whatever. So yes, when you ask how long I plan on being in the adult industry, if you meet it, mean it. If the intention behind that was podcasting or the lifestyle. Yeah. As long as it's fun. 
I mean, I see some really amazing couples that are well into classic retirement age. And you're like, hey, if you're having fun, keep it up. So that's kind of where I'm at. If you're, if the question is around that, that's how long I've been in the adult industry and how long I plan to be there, if that was the intent. Or you'll have to reach out to the beautiful blonde. I am not going to continue to referring back to her this whole podcast, I swear. But she is, yeah, anyway. Um, and related to that, I had an email and I think is interesting. And this person I'm sure will know when I read some of this, who they are, but they're all very accurate questions or appropriate or yeah. Those person said, could you reflect on how you've resolved the profitability of your children learning about your lifestyle activity and they're surely seeing your pictures, videos, etc., that are out there on the internet now. Also, have you talked with your husband about the possibility of an unwanted pregnancy and what that will mean? And have there been any near misses and also the risk of STDs? So being resolved about my children learning about our activity. So that's an interesting question to me. It's probably interesting to a lot of people. Obviously, it's interesting the person that asked because they ask. It's interesting to me in that I have always been a sexual being and I, even if I was a little more repressed, (laughs) but I've always been, had a strong sexuality. I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe I just think that now, (laughs) maybe that wasn't the case when I was younger. I don't necessarily try to hide things from my children. I use proper terminology and that type stuff. So lifestyle wise, let's put it this way back when I was younger, you know, 18, whatever, 19, 20, 17, whatever, I would say that I was not going to volunteer my adventures to my parents, but I would assume that they know them. And the thought being, then if they ever said, Hey, were you out at three o'clock in the morning last night? I'd be like, yeah, because I would have assumed that they knew them. I just wasn't going to tell them. And then it wouldn't be as much of a secret. It just is what it is. So I am not looking forward to my children somehow having an opinion or knowing. Heck, we have a joke right now where my kids will be like, who are you texting? You texting your boyfriend? Well, I don't refer to my play partners as boyfriends, but sometimes that is. And then we just kind of, it's a joke. Oh yeah, that's my boyfriend. That's mommy's boyfriend. And my husband will just laugh about it or his girlfriend. And, you know, sometimes laughing about it makes it not appear as actual as it truly is. So uh, that's kind of a little bit of our direction on that. But the grander part of that question, and, and this is where I return once more, about my children surely seeing pictures, videos, etc. that are on the internet, well, as far as I know that there are no discernible, identifiable, I don't know, pictures of me or videos of me on the internet. I'm sure if I come across those, you may not hear from me and then you'll know that I came across them. It'll, it'll be like a, a backwards, what, like backhanded compliment, but not. Yeah, I, I probably will disappear for at least a period of time while I get my brain in order. But as far as I know, there are not pictures or videos that are identifiable. So I'm not really 
in a resolved position there because I, I don't expect that my children will see that. I, you know, naked and semi-naked people I don't think are to be taboo. They need to be respectful and appropriate, age appropriate. But yeah, wow, long cycle, spiraling, long spiraling answer to the probability of my children learning about my lifestyle activity. I think, uh, I hope they don't learn about it at an inappropriate time. And if they learn about it when they get older, just as many of us discover when our parents were having sex, then we just go, oh, okay, good. I don't need to know any more information. (laughs) And I hope that just doesn't come at an inappropriate time. Beyond that, talking to my husband about possibility of an unwanted pregnancy. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, that's a, a scary one in the back of the mind. I think this is probably the beauty of being adults and that we've been together for almost longer, a larger portion of our lives than we have not. We are kind of, we roll with it on that one. I am, I will say almost exclusively use condoms. There are some circumstances over the last four years that are special or particular, but I don't even go off of the some people will just do tests and things like that. I I don't, I think even a test doesn't necessarily tell me what could or could not be, you know, there's things that are dormant, blah, blah, blah. I, I, yeah, better to be, well, back to being resolved to the possibility of things. I am resolved to anything that could happen and I just do the best I can to mitigate. So as far as an unwanted pregnancy, we have not had any near misses, and if we did, we would address that as it came. But we are fairly diligent about protection in that manner. So that's what I have to say about that. And likewise, with the risk of STDs, I know that the possibility is there. We have discussed it. <laughs> there are some funny things around that, I guess. I, back in the beginning, my husband, my husband would love nothing more than for me to swallow someone's cum. I am pretty hypersensitive, it, like bareback and cream pies. My husband would love it all. Yeah, he he's he's always pushing the boundaries. That guy, but I avoid most of that. And it's kind of funny, right? Because I am the first one to swallow my husband's cum. We don't use condoms. We probably use condoms, like one condom in our life. I don't know even that. But I, oh wait, see, my brain leaves me five seconds after it starts. I swallow because it's tidy and we don't use condoms in our marriage, at least, because they're intrusive and they're in the way and you have to stop and it's just irritating. Now it's completely opposite in the lifestyle always use condoms, safety related to the unwanted pregnancy, STDs. I want to mitigate that as much as I can. And when I do blowjobs, I do not swallow because I'm just nervous enough. But the funny part of that is, if you hadn't heard me talk about this before, back in the beginning, I actually asked my um, health practitioner. (laughs) I said, oh, well, we've gotten into this non-monogamous situation, consensual non-monogamy. And we play with other people. And so tell me what the likelihood is of getting an STD from swallowing someone's cum. And 
it turns out that the practitioner is an older woman and she is extremely intelligent, but I think she was still mildly taken aback when I said it. And she was like, oh, there's not a lot of research around that. And maybe that's not accurate. I don't know. But it seems like what I see a lot of times is the likelihood of getting an STD from swallowing is fairly unlikely because stomach acid is mean shit. And, you know, if you're going to get an STD, it's more likely because you have a sore in your mouth, around your mouth, that type of thing. But I still don't swallow cum as a general, but I don't require a condom when I'm doing a blowjob. I don't really have a strong opinion. I don't dislike the taste of condoms. They just, again, are intrusive, but beyond that, whatever, it's all good. So yeah, that is my response there. Although, yeah, I don't know if that was intended for me or someone else. So I respond to it anyway. With that said, I think a lot of times when I do that once a year, beginning of the year recap, it's kind of like the, this is who we are and where we came from and how we got here and da, 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 da. I do see a lot of, I'm debating which direction I'm going here. I'm going to tell you, I see a lot of questions about our actual process now. So around our profiles and, you know, what methods we use to find friends. I'm going to go there today. I'm not going to go all the way back, but I will give you the extremely condensed abbreviated version, which is that my husband and I have been together for 20 years now, a good chunk of that married. We were not active in the lifestyle until recently, recently being the last four years. I point that out only to say that I do get emails and quite a few messages, emails. And I think this is probably why a lot of you listen where they say something to the tune of my wife likes the fan fantasy. She comes so hard when I talk about two guys or when we play with toys and I fuck her in the ass with a vibrator and a pussy or, you know, any of the above. And they're like, she seems so interested. And then I say, well, what do you think about actually acting on that? And she goes, fuck no or absolutely not, or no, I don't really, or, you know, even one that happened at ours. And I think a lot of people is your significant other, your ma- your husband says, well, who do you fantasize? If we could have another man here, who would you want? And they're like, I don't know. It's only you. Okay. To be fair, I didn't <laughs> prior to the lifestyle fantasize about other men. Like it really was just my husband. So if you as a man are saying to your significant other, wife, girlfriend, whatever, well, who else do you fantasize about? And they say, no one, it's just you. They might be telling you the truth. It's possible. But the long story short of that is I'll hear this similar scenario. And then they say, well, what do I do? Do I let it go? Do I push it? What do I do? My suggestion based upon my history, and this does not mean it's right for you, but I'm just, you know, I can speak for myself, is to be politely persistent. It took my husband 15 years. I I hope it doesn't take you that long, in part because I have a lot of fun in the lifestyle. And if I had known in the first year what I know 15 years in, that the lifestyle is really, really fun and it's good for your ego and it's it's got all kinds of benefits. I think generally like 
right now with COVID, I'm playing less and I'm more out of shape and then less interested in playing. And that shit sucks because I know how much fun it is. So if I could tell myself 15 years ago, like, take the leap, it's going to be good, then I might have, but there's not someone to tell your significant other that. So I would just say, uh, keep going. I mean, you know, your significant other, if it's getting pissing them off, then don't fuck that up. But beyond that, you know, just keep coming around to it. Break out those toys. Keep the fantasy. And what if the very worst case is it always remains it's a fantasy, but it's a good fantasy and everyone comes and has fun, then keep it up. That's good work. That's my answer to that. Oh, I've had people ask me this and I can't figure out what the fuck I did. People will ask how I transfer because I do video and I video on my phone. And I actually have a little, I use a makeup wedge with command strip tapes on each side. And I stick my phone to that and to the wall. And I put my phone into selfie mode and hit record. So that's how I do that. And I will forewarn you a few things if you do the same thing, if you go that direction that if your phone rings in the middle of your radio, it may stop it. So you should probably put your phone on airplane mode. I've had that happen. And the point of that little ramble there was to say whoever it was that told me that they said there was a cool app they use to transfer video from their phone to their computer. I go old school. I have a computer that I specifically use for my lifestyle activities and for this podcast so that I don't inadvertently confuse that, you know, with my business or something that uh, could be awkward. It doesn't mean it can't happen, but back to mitigating some of those potential challenges. I, wow, I'm talking with my hands a lot today. You can't see this, but I am. I'm going to poke my eye out, poke my eye out better than come in the eye. Yeah. Whoever it was that told me the cool app, or if someone that hasn't told me about a cool app, to securely transfer videos to from a phone to a computer. Hey, reach out and let me know. Holly's hot wife life at yahoo.com. That would be awesome. I would appreciate either the reminder or the fresh information. You know, it's good stuff. And kind of a closing, except in reality, I think this is going to take me longer than closing fucking Phoenix. I, I need to find a new place to visit, but it occurs to me, one, that I don't know that I ever really recapped my last little visit. I think I got to meet with a few different people and maybe I recapped it more than I didn't. I don't know. I might recap that for a minute. But also, I think if the world treats me well, I'm going to be out there in just a couple weeks. So yeah, think happy thoughts for me and that we have some fun new things to chat about. I have some friends that I would like to chat with, new and old while I'm there, we'll see. I, maybe I am kind of intending to do that as just a getaway and refresh. Like I said, the holidays, fucking training, all the good stuff, but tiring. Oddly enough, I plan on going before Valentine's Day, and I'm thinking about hitting up a store in Jerome, which is the coolest little ghost town. And I highly recommend it if you're there where I am. Um, I'm thinking about sneaking out with today McBoobs and we're going to go and be like healthy and hike and take pictures and shit 
in Sedona and then maybe be back into Scottsdale for a few days and see what kind of trouble we can get into. Yeah, so that's coming up. That's the <laughs> coming up. It's up. It's coming. It's up and coming. Yeah, that's all the good stuff. Up and coming is good, right? Right. I was trying to, man, I can't remember. And I'm already recording. So I'll probably just keep going on the last trip that I was there and kind of back to my point, because that's how I do it. I'm like a fucking boomerang. Those are fun little videos, by the way. If you haven't used a boomerang app, that's entertaining. Anyway, the last time I was there, and this is kind of a little bit around what we do and our MO and all that kind of goodness. So both in our most basic sense and how we fly now, in the beginning, we utilized a lifestyle app to start our journey in the lifestyle. I recommend that you make full use of a lifestyle app. More power to you, use whatever works for you if you do well on Craigslist or this or that. However, you go to a bar. I am hypersensitive about rejection, so that one makes me nervous. Who knows, maybe while I'm in Sedona, I'll find someone in a bar and drag them home. We'll see. But I like, I guess it's a passive way, I don't Jeez. It's the end of the day for me. My brain is starting to shrink. Anyway, uh, we use, we started with a single lifestyle app. My husband had actually done some research. I discovered, you know, six months after he created a profile that we had one. I was not offended. I know that's a regular question we'll get. You know, were you mad that your husband did XYZ? I wasn't. That's not to say that your wife or girlfriend wouldn't be. But by then I was kind of excited and resigned, resolved, excited, all of the all of the good things. So we used an app, an app, yes, right? Site, close enough, both. They have a site, they have an app for the site. There we go, yeah. It's important that you take the time and make that relatively specific. Uh, you need to kind of be open with what you're looking for. Ours does evolve and at the same time I leave some doors open. So in the beginning, I I think we were pretty specific about being a yeah, pretty standard, right? So most of the apps will say, what are you looking for? So, and a lot of them kind of give you areas to pick from. So we have an age range we're looking for. We have, I think the app, it's pretty standard in a lot of apps to have the age range is like a selectable feature. The option of males, females, or couples is usually a selectable feature. The one thing we don't select in ours is females because I'm not looking for a unicorn. I'm not, I'm not interested in pussy, my own, my own included. I'm glad that other people are interested. So we select those basics, right? An age range, I think we select like 30 to 55 because we are started in our late 30s. We're now in our early 40s. I am still young enough for me to not want to be considered a cougar. I want to still be considered young. So yeah, that's a quick way to cause me to not be interested, to be like, hey, are you interested in younger guys? No. I love younger guys, but not to play with. It's like I love women, but not to play with. I will play with women 
in as much as it will turn on my husband. But even then, I'm like, oh, pussy, I don't understand it. I don't. I still kind of laugh and think what possesses a teenage boy to stick his fingers in someone's pussy. I like fingers in my pussy. But what if it like bit your finger off? How would you know when you're a teenage boy? It seems scary to me. That's what porn's for, I guess. <laughs> anyway, sites. We start with that. There's almost always a section that says, tell us about yourself. You know, ours are very similar, sim, similar, simple, height, weight, proportionate, looking for males, primarily, potentially couples. I have to be really careful about that. That's one of those that I, in the evolution, we, couples are extremely rare for us, extremely that we'll play with couples or even meet with couples because we are so focused on that vixen stag bull type setup that, or we'll clarify, husband, wife, male playmate. <laughs> That's our normal thing. I don't want to close the door to couples, but it's so rare. But at the same time, I get far more couples responding to us. I have to step back and think this couple doesn't know that I've had eight other couples respond and only two males, which is my primary focus. So until I remove that, I get couples. That's okay. Life goes on. Respectful, wonderful people. If you're reaching out to people, be respectful and nice. If you are receiving responses, expect to receive something respectful and nice. And do not give up. I'm trying to think of my words. I'm like, don't give up hope. Keep your expectations where they are. Don't don't lower them because it takes away the fun. Like I, okay, wait, focus. So usually you'll have some areas in sites that are predefined and you're just selecting age, male, female, couples, things like that. Then it usually says, tell, about, tell us about yourself. Tell us what you're looking for and or your fantasies. So our tell us what you're looking for usually says we're looking for what, 5'10 or 6 feet and above. My husband's 5'11. I want people taller than my husband. Um, I look for men that are like, what I think it says, maybe 175 or 180 pounds and heavier. Because if you are skinnier or shorter than me, unfortunately, I feel like a behemoth. Not your problem. It's like that classic, it's not you, it's me thing. It really isn't you, it really is me. And oftentimes my response to people that will reach out to us. Number one, if you reach out to me and you are clearly not in our guidelines, i.e. you are a 150 pound, five foot six gentleman, I am either going to one, not respond, or two, I will probably respond if you are polite in your note to me, I'll probably respond and say, thanks for reaching out. Unfortunately, we stick with our guidelines for everyone's enjoyment because that is true. It is accurate. It is not intended to be hurtful. This is an extracurricular activity. And if I don't feel sexy, then the adventure is not going to be sexy and fun. So it's not fair to anybody. So it truly is for everyone's enjoyment. Point being, tell us about yourself. We're highway proportionate, blah, blah, blah. Tell us what you're looking for. We are looking for single men, MFM. We also include in that area things like we might video. You need to be video or picture friendly. And we oftentimes specify that that is for private use because some people are looking for that for public use. And I know 
my friends that are successful in that arena will do exactly the same and say, I am looking for this for an OnlyFans. Well, that's more power to you, but it's going to make the search, for lack of a better word, so much easier if you are just upfront about that and say, this is what I'm looking for and why. So more power to you. And then I think a lot of them say, do you have any fantasies? And maybe ours is that we are looking for MFMs or a gangbang or very, very rarely. I've had this happen two or three times where I'll have a guy reach out and say he has guy friends that are comfortable. And I'm like, wow, now that's like a unicorn situation as far as I'm concerned, like ready to go multiple men that know each other and are comfortable. That's awesome. I always have to think about where I'm going with these thoughts. I know you all probably are used to that. Sorry, not sorry. I know where I was going with that. So that's the very core of what we put into our profiles. Oh, you got to have a few good pictures. I will be the first one to say that a dick pic is not required as far as I'm concerned. I think you do need to have pictures, something. You need to have at least a picture, preferably a few. I have seen people and I agree that there's no need to have mass quantities of pictures. If that's your thing, more power to you. Maybe your thing is sharing pictures. It's just like I have friends that their thing is having, well, Miss Reckless. She is turned on by publishing video. And it's not even for, in her case, she's not making a profit off of that. She just, that's her kink and more power to her. If, good Lord, where was I going with that? Anyway, I've already lost my train of thought again. So be upfront with what you're looking for. And then, and I'll probably circle around to whatever left my brain. But as far as my adventures nowadays, so when I'm going, for example, my last trip to Arizona, I put up you know, some level of an event or a hot date or whatever, depending on what site you're on, there's something travel plans. Usually you can put something like that. And, oh, I noticed I was talking about fantasies, huh? Yeah. Anyway, so somewhere in there you can specify. But moving forward, moving on, we'll do those travel plan, hot date, something, something, something. And I usually put it pretty simple because I've been to Phoenix for playdates a few times now. I'll say, hey, Arizona's been good to us, and I am looking for, and I'm pretty specific, right? I am looking for unattached males. So when I am going to Phoenix, I'm very specific that I don't even want to have to deal with another person because I'm always hypersensitive about inadvertently overstepping bounds or anything like that. And if I'm kind of on a, a condensed schedule. So when I'm home, I may go meet someone. I would say most of the time I go and meet someone for a coffee or a cocktail and, and it's a, a vanilla meeting. So it's to just see if we are, I have like 5 trillion C words in my head. If there's chemistry, if there's communication and connection, but those aren't the words I'm looking for. But, you know, basically meet to see if we both have the same interests and I feel like I would be comfortable naked behind closed doors with this person. And then usually 
I'll go home and I'll discuss that person with my husband. On occasion, he will go meet the person with me or he always has the option, but I don't think he necessarily cares to talk to the person separately. And from there, we'll schedule what is going to happen if we so choose to play. If they are people that are visiting, sometimes that's condensed a little bit. If they're locals, it may be longer. Yeah, there's a whole variety of things in that continuum. So when I'm traveling, it's definitely on the condensed set. So I will say I'm looking for people that meet our guidelines on our profile, period, the end. And then I am looking for an unattached male and you must be comfortable with video and shoot me a note if you're interested. And I still will get people that it's a wife reaching out to me or I'm not comfortable with video, or can I wear a mask? The nice thing is that if you have defined your guidelines, sometimes when I'm posting one of those, I will get 65 responses. And I just won't respond to the people who clearly didn't feel inclined to respond to what I was requesting, or maybe they did, but I just, I'm sorry, I don't have time to respond to everybody in that condensed time frame. And I don't say that to be mean. I say that to try to explain it for either perspective. If you are a couple or a hot wife going out in the world, try not to beat yourself up too much if you don't respond to every person that didn't fall within what you requested because they didn't fall within what was requested, right? And from the other perspective, if you didn't fall within what was requested and you don't get a response, Try not to take it personally because you didn't fall within what was requested. Even if you say, hey, I know I'm below this height limit or I'm under the weight limit or I'm married, but on a hall pass, even if you started with that, recognize that there might be a lot more response and there's just not enough time to respond to the people that didn't fit the guidelines. And again, guidelines are there for everyone's enjoyment. So yeah, try to try to be cognizant and not have hurt feelings. So my last trip to Phoenix, I had what I went out on Thursday night. Yeah, I think that's what I did. I went out on Thursday, came home on Sunday. Thursday, I had already pre-planned. So I had pre-planned someone I hadn't played with before. And I had planned two people that I had played with before, actually three. And I kind of put those, they're loosely scheduled. So Thursday night was positively planned for one person that I hadn't played with before, hadn't met so I could spend, you know, that I could make sure that that happened. And I was able to play and video and all that goodness is great fun. And then Friday I had, yeah, Friday I had two people scheduled that I had played with before. And they were loosely scheduled, but it was like you in the morning, you in the afternoon. And I think I had the evening loosely planned too, but it kind of fell apart. And then Saturday I had a party. So backing in, played Thursday. And these are at my hotel, which I like to do when I'm traveling because I kind of have some level of control of that. It is that much more important that I meet somewhere else and I feel a level of security because I don't want to bring someone back to my room and it turned out to be something really awkward for whatever that may be. Hey, Apple Watch is in your 911 function. Haven't had to use that. Hope I don't ever have to. 
But anyway, Thursday, Friday morning, a friend came over and it's nice that people have flexible schedules. So he came over and we had sex, we played, and then we laid there for a little while and chatted. And then we played one more time and then he took a shower and went off to work. Good for him. And then I think I laced around and I went and had my hair done. And then my other friend that I have played with before, I think he was, you know, busy doing work or something like normal humans. And then he came over in the afternoon and played with him. And that was great fun. So the long and short of that is those three people I had either played with or seen, conversed with. So I was able to just go on history to schedule that. I had one other friend, and I think I've touched upon it, that maybe was a little more attached than I realized. That's the cautionary tale. Uh, I was out with Titty McBoobs, and, and he was a little bit frustrated that I wasn't scheduling my time differently. So ended up not playing with that friend. So that was unfortunate. The fun kind of side occurrence, whatever. So I have people I played with before. I have these hot date travel, whatever things that I utilize. And this time I had reached out to some people that were promoting an event. And in the end, I didn't, wasn't able to make it their event. I, wow, again, pay attention to the details, myself included. I did not realize, and it was very clearly in their event that they closed the doors and locked them at eight o'clock at night. I have a tendency to be a late arrival person for all sorts of different reasons beyond the fact that I'm just late to everything. And so I realized at about, you know, 745 that they were closing the doors at eight. And I think I had just gotten out of the shower. So I missed their party. But prior to that, and this is something, it can never hurt to reach out to people in a respectful manner. And I had reached out to this couple and said, Hey, can you recommend anybody? And they were kind enough to recommend some people. And one of the people they recommended happened to be available on Saturday morning and turned out to be a wonderful, intelligent, attractive gentleman who was also pretty much phenomenal in bed and had some mastery of the female body. So I what I kind of had like late coffee with him, I think, and end up playing and lazing around for a few hours. Gentlemen, if you finish your play session by giving a massage, that is always going to get bonus points. Just saying. So yes, played with that gentleman on Saturday and then went to a little smaller private get together Saturday evening which was wonderful and then went home. And now I am notorious and not in a good way. I guess that I don't, I'll have to look up what notorious truly means. <laughs> I have an idea, but I'm not sure if I'm using that completely appropriately. I'm oftentimes a human thesaurus, but not always my, my definitions are sometimes a bit skewed. <sighs> we need to talk about cuckolding one day, but not today notorious or something along those lines for speaking a different language from males. And I don't remember exactly how I was texting this gentleman, 
but I was kind of saying, well, you know, just sitting here waiting for my flight, do to do. And I, I wasn't being very direct until it was too late. And I was like, yeah, I was kind of intending to hint that if you wanted to come over and get in a quickie before I flew. And the gentleman was like, well, fuck, wish you'd been a little more direct about that in a nice way. He was kind of like, I was would have offered to come over, but I didn't want to be too forward. And I was like, wow, we were totally cross paths with each other because he would have come over if I had made it more clear that I wanted him to come over. So I missed out on playing one more time before I flew. That's the uh, not in detail list of how my adventures occurred. Played with someone I had met but not played with before on Thursday night. Played with people that I had played with before on Friday morning and Friday afternoon. Missed adventure Friday night. Played with someone new on Saturday. And that was it. Only four people. Four wonderful people that I will look forward to playing with again, I'm sure. And that's how the uh, last Arizona trip went. We'll see how this one goes. It's it's set up a little bit differently. It's set up a little more for filling my cup. That's not like two girls in a cup or whatever that awful video was. I never watched it. I'm not going to. Yeah. But this is just to, to kind of refill my positive vibes and stuff that makes you able to kick ass and take names. That's my next trip in a T minus two weeks, maybe a little bit less depending on when I actually edit and post this. That's my ramble for the day. I always like to close and remind you, I hope you are well. If you are not, I hope you are on your way to being well. I wish all the goodness to all of you. We have stayed healthy and I hope you are able to too. And that's mentally, physically, all of the above. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything from your Patreon support to your emails and messages and your warm wishes and kind thoughts and your listening. I would encourage you anytime to reach out. Always feel free to go with the most basic, simple one and shoot me an email at hollyshotwifelife at yahoo.com or message us on the website, hollyshotwifelife.com. Thank you. Let me know if there's anything in particular you'd like to hear about. That was uh, one of my many long rambling wanders. I hope I hit on a few decent things and maybe I'll have something wild and crazy to tell you about next time. We'll see. I always threaten that. I wonder if I, I wonder if you ever feel like I actually do. You have to tell me what you would like to hear. All the best until next time.